Thank you for listening to Kingdom Dynamics. You are a new creation Christian, which means you stand in heaven and on earth at the same time. You're actually a spirit man that'll live forever, wrapped in a body. As you see what the Father's doing and do it, as you hear what the Father's saying and say it, you literally bring heaven to earth. I'm here to release you to be who you really are. Enjoy listening and don't forget to share it. Hey there and welcome back to Melbourne Underground Church and Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I don't know if you've had a look online, but I've created a new service uh, called gloryservices.tv. What I'm realizing is that I'm called by God to impart, to impart the kingdom. I led a church for about five years and it was great. Unfortunately, it got shut down by the devil, but it takes time to figure these things out in retrospect. But it was a glorious church. It was a beautiful church. And, you know, it was once the antagonists left, it was just beautiful. We had so many visitors, so many people would would talk about the presence of God and the glory of God, even though we weren't we weren't that good at it, but God was there, you know, even when we had one or two or three worship leaders, it was a beautiful time, but we don't look back. we look forward to what what God's doing, and uh you know many of the people God chooses or calls they have a very unusual paths i mean jesus was he had to flee bethlehem to egypt you know he had troubles at home obviously his parents lost him in jerusalem for three days um there's no mention of what happened to joseph i suppose he died and then jesus had a a difficult life you know um And at the end, he had no one. They all abandoned him. They all left, even in the upper room. You know, how many people were there? Maybe a hundred. But those people turned the world upside down. But even then, they got, they scattered. Every one of his followers, except the apostles, ran away. The Bible says they were scattered. And all of the church left Jerusalem except the apostles. Isn't that amazing? And Paul, I mean, he spent 14 years alone with Jesus before he began his ministry. 14 years after the Damascus Road experience. And and then he was in and out of prison, shipwrecked. I mean, this, what I'm saying to you is follow the path. Follow the narrow path that God has for you. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be neat and tidy. You're not going to be necessarily seen or understood. But if you know that you know that you know that you are the called of God, the Holy Spirit testifies with your spirit, then then I can make it really simple for you. God wants you to copy yourself because you're a copy of God. I know it sounds sacrilegious, But the Bible is really clear. The Bible is God made a copy of himself to rule the earth. And he 
and he called that copy of himself man. You know, man is the only creation that has a spirit, soul, and a body like God. God has a spirit, a soul, and a body. In fact, the biblical new creation Christian has even more than that. Let me go back. Animals have a body, but as far as we know, they don't have a spirit. They have a body and a soul. Animals, because they have a mind, they have a will, and they have an emotions. If you've ever had a pet dog or cat, you know they have their own mind, they have their own will, they have their own emotions. Angels, on the other hand, they are, the Bible says, spirits. You know, are, not, are they not ministering spirits? So they're, they're, they definitely have a, a body as well because people have seen angels. But angels are very direct, aren't they? They don't seem to have a soul in the Bible. Um, you know, you never hear God say, I love you, angels. And you never see any angels in the Bible saying, I love you, I love you, God. No, they just, they're military people. They don't have a, really seem to have a mind or a will or an emotions. They just do what God says to do. Um, whereas demons in the Bible don't have a body, clearly. But they do have a spirit and a mind. They're called unclean spirits. So demons have a spirit and a soul, but no body. Angels have a body and a spirit, but no soul. Animals have a soul and a body, but no spirit. And man is the only creation that is like God, having a spirit, soul, and body. 1 Thessalonians 5, may your spirit, soul, and body be made perfect. But the biblic that's every human. Every human is made in the image of God. That's why only humans have been able to be like God. Only humans have been able to to build cities and empires and companies. Even I'm not talking about Christians, I just mean any human. Because humans are like God, so they're able to rule and reign. We're kings, we're 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 lords. We're, we we I don't think you're getting it, so I'm going to stop. The next point, though, is that a biblical new creation Christian who is also like God, made in the image of God, having a, having a spirit, a soul, and a body, I hope you understand, the biblical Christian is even greater than that because we also have the mind of Christ, which is spirit. We also have the anointing from the Father in our spirits. We also have the power of God on our body, the anointing. We also have the fire of God, and we also have um, something else, which I forgot right now. So the new creation Christian is seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, on the earth with a spirit, soul, and body, filled with the Holy Spirit, with the power and fire of God on them and the mind of Christ. I mean, we cannot lose. But the whole reason I'm doing this podcast is because the devil will try to steal the seed. He's happy for you to go to church and not know who you are. 
He's happy for you to lead people to Christ, but not explain to them the kingdom of God. Because I'm telling you, you are a weapon. When you know who you are, you don't need any books to teach you. The Bible says that you have an anointing from the Father who guides you into all truth. And so as heretical as it sounds, the absolute truth of the king of the gospel is that you are meant to be like God. You are like God. And and I've I've written down a whole bunch of um scriptures here and and stuff. This is a uh, a commentary from the Passion Translation in Romans 8. It says the, the universe is only a backdrop for the revealing of the sons of God. Amen. This whole creation is just a backdrop on the movie set of you being revealed. The Bible says that he chose us before the creation of the world. That means before God created Lucifer, before there were angels, before there was a heaven, before creation, God had a meeting with himself. And he said, let's make Jonathan, let's make you, let's make a, a man and a woman in our image who we can love, who we can share eternity with. The Bible says in Revelations chapter 13 that Jesus was crucified before the creation of the world. And God chose us in him, in Christ Jesus. The Bible says in 1 John 3 verse 2, Beloved, now that we are children of God, it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him. Did you hear me? When he is revealed, we shall be like God. Doesn't Jesus pray in John 17, Father, would you give them the glory that we had in the beginning, before creation, that they may be one as we are one? Ephesians 2, 6, God has raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, that we are sharing the throne the throne of Christ, that he is the firstborn of many brethrens. You know, what a great privilege to be given the right and the authority to be called the children of God. I don't know if you're getting it, guys. We're not here to run worship services. We're not here to run a religion. We are here as the very people of God, the very family of God. We are here to be God on the earth. Jesus quotes Psalm 82 verse 6 and he says did David not say you are gods he quotes that in John Paul says we will judge the angels I don't know if you're getting this guys but there's a really basic king it's just basic this is 0, 0.00 in the kingdom of God you haven't gone up a level until you even are aware and awake Wake up, spirit man. You are the the image of God on the earth. You represent God on the earth. Like the moon is a reflection of the sun. We are not God. I'm not saying that you are God. I'm not saying that you are omnipotent, omnipresent God. I'm not saying that you created the universe. I'm saying that you are 
his direct representation. You are his a direct reflection. You are his mirror image. That's why Jesus said, follow me, become like me, be transformed into the image of Christ. We're becoming more like Christ. John said, be transformed. John said, we must walk as Jesus walked. We must do as Je the acts that Jesus did, we must do. We are, Paul said, imitate me. He said to Timothy, do what I do, be a copy of me. The reason I'm saying this is you need to become, you need to make copies of you. That is evangelism. It's not following any satanic, demonic church program. Yeah, that's right. Crossing the chicken line or whatever. It's satanic because it takes away from the power of God and it dis deceives you and, and blinds you from who you are. You don't need to do anything. You just need to be who you are. You are light. You are evangelism. You cannot not be evangelism. Delete the word evangelism from your brain. Okay? This is evangelism. Make copies of yourself. Jesus said to Peter, I'm going to make you a fisher of men. So, as you are God on the earth, Go and find other gods on the earth and tell them that they're gods on the earth. And then teach them. Because the only way to be an effective God on the earth is to come to Christ. The only way to produce anything that lasts is to become a kingdom Christian kid. Nobody's going to do any earthly good, even though they're made in the image of God, even though they're ruling and reigning. I mean, you know nightclubs and 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 brothels and and casinos are people using their divine gift of leadership their divine gift of rulership but they're using it under the power of satan listen to my previous episode called 1 billion evangelists uh and you'll understand but what i'm trying to say is it's only when those kingdom it's only when those children of god who are gods on the earth submit to God and surrender. Read Matthew chapter 5. The meek shall inherit the earth. See, those people who are led by the kingdom of darkness, they're not going to get anything. They're the ones in Psalms that fill their stomach and, and, and all they have is given to their children and that's the end. But if you are a, a child of God made in the image of God and you come to Christ in humility, in vulnerability, in surrender, in yieldedness, I highly recommend compulsory uh, reading is to go and watch episode seven of The Chosen on YouTube. The Chosen is a, a, a Jesus story with uh, two seasons and episode seven of Nicodemus, the way that the ruler of Israel comes to Jesus and repents. It's beautiful. It's, uh, it's, it's creative license from the Gospels, but try and, and watch episode seven. Um, also watch episode three, the little children, how they come to Christ. Now, we need to become like little children. Every Muslim, every Christian, that's why I'm preaching to you Christians, unbelieving Christians, who I was. Because, the, you see, the parable of the sower explains it all, and it says that the devil comes to steal the seed. And if he doesn't steal it, so I'm sowing the kingdom seed to you right now. you gotta, <laughs> you got to, that's all I do. You've got to protect it and guard it. And and it's a lot of Christians have 
They've found the pearl of great price, but they didn't go and buy the field. See, that's what this is calling you to do. Now that you've got the kingdom, you need to sell everything and buy it. You need to leave the 99 and go after the one. You need to, to burn down the house. You know, in the book of Acts, it says that people burnt all of their satanic, uh, occultic books and spells and all those things. You need to do that. It's all or nothing with Christ, okay? So, but every Christian needs to do this as well. That's why right now there's a great shaking in the earth. The remnants are rising, but there's a great shaking. And this is, I believe that we're in a, we've got a few short years when God is going to know who the sheep are and who the goats are. God is going to know, you know, those who, this is the minimum time for you to trim your wicks and to fill your jars with oil. This is the time to return to your first love. Don't get distracted by the coronavirus and all of that bull dust, Okay. Don't get distracted. Don't watch the news. Stop it. If you must be on Facebook, unfollow everyone who's posting crap. Unfollow and block them. Um, don't read the news. You know, just go on Twitter and find, you know, four or five people you can trust and follow them and just don't read anything else. Um, so in summary, you are God on the earth but so is everybody else, the Muslim, the Hindu, the Christian. We're all gods on the earth, okay? That's just biblical. Just figure it out. It's in the Bible. It's basic. If you can't understand that, then, you know, I don't know what you're going to do. But then we must lead every god on the earth to Christ because they're useless without him. They're going to die and be forever without him. And so we need to tell them about Christ because Matthew chapter 5, we need to become like little children. We need to be teachable. We need to be peacemakers. We need to repent. And once you repent and find God and find Jesus Christ, the King of the kingdom, the firstborn among the dead, the only begotten Son of the Father, yes, he is Lord. He owns me. He, I say Lord Jesus Christ. Um, only then... When you find him, then you need to sell everything. Your wife, your kids, your business, everything else goes out the door. Not your responsibility to love them and to manage them, but they are, they become second place or third place to your relationship with Jesus Christ. And only what he is saying and only what he is doing do you say and do. And so that's the process of sanctification, of dying to self, of taking up your cross. Only then... Will the Bible make sense? Now that you can see the kingdom, because I've just given it to you, now you need to guard that kingdom, guard your heart. Benny Hinn has a great message on guarding your heart. Find it on YouTube. Uh, guard your heart and then sell everything you've got. So in your own mind, in your own list of priorities, your parents, your friends, your reputation, your business, your money, everything goes out the window to the kingdom of God, yeah? You still love your wife. You still honor your parents. You still go to church and tithe, but you're first seeking the kingdom. You, I think you're starting to get it now, finally. Thank God. Hallelujah. And then multiply yourself. So yes, you're in the word. Yes, you're praying in tongues. Yes, you're maybe doing a Bible college or whatever, but you are becoming Christ and you're becoming more like Christ. You're becoming, the Bible says, now the Bible, only now will the Bible begin to make sense. Now you can interpret the Bible by the Holy Spirit. 
The Holy Spirit gives revelation. No angel understands the Bible. No demon understands the Bible. Satan doesn't understand the Bible because it is only by the revelation of the Holy, Holy Spirit that anyone can understand the Bible. If you understand the Bible, it's because of the Holy Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, then you don't understand the Bible. Revelation, uh, John, uh, Romans chapter 8 says that it is, uh, it's in the Spirit that we understand Christ. In the Aramaic, it says, Those who are in the flesh see him only in the flesh, but those who are in the Spirit see him in the Spirit. Romans chapter 8, 5. Father, Father, what you've birthed in me, what you've placed in me, place it into them right now. Burn the Holy Spirit into their lives and into their minds and into their flesh. May they be the ones that are marked by the Father God, by the Holy Spirit, who have a new name in heaven, who have their name written on a white stone, Father God, who see you, Father God, face to face. That is what it's about, Christian. You must see God. You must see God in the Word. You must see God in yourself. You must see God in other people. And you must see God in, in, in the Bible and in the kingdom of God. And as you become more like Jesus, you start to pull God out of other people. And you don't have to be religious. You don't have to be an evangelist. You just have to go up to them and say, hey, I know who you are. I see you. You are a child of God. Muslim, Christian, atheist, whoever you are, you are a child of God. Let me show you. Let me show you the kingdom. And you can explain the kingdom of God to them. You can be the kingdom of God to them. You can love them. You can pray for them and heal them. Put it back on God. He has all the resources of heaven. He has eternity. He has angels. Put it back on God. Say, I'm going to pray for you, and God's going to be the one who's going to heal you, not me. You know, if they have a problem, put it back on God. Because Jesus said that the the Father confirms the words with signs and wonders follow. And so the Father does the works, okay? So just pray for that person or whatever and let God tell them. It doesn't matter what happens, if they manifest or don't manifest or they walk away, if they say, I don't, I don't agree with you. Because you have sown the seed of the kingdom, that's all you're responsible to do. And then God will water the seed. And so as a Christian, just in case you've never listened to anything I've said, you need to water the seed. You need to protect the seed that's in your heart, you know, by praying in tongues, by reading the Bible. But Jesus said to beware of the yeast of the Pharisees. I keep saying this, but I don't think anyone understands. The yeast of the Pharisees chokes the seed of the kingdom. It's like if you've planted a seed in your heart, then don't plant religious seeds next to it because that will kill it. That will choke your seed, bearing it unfruitful. Jesus also says in the parable of the sowers that it's the the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth that choke the seed. Okay? So, so in your own mind, you need to be weeding out of your own mind religion, which is everything that puts God away from you and in the future, and everything that puts a step between you and God. You have God already. You have the answers already. You have the Holy Spirit already. You don't need to ask, and you should not 
you must not ask for the Holy Spirit to be poured out because he has already been poured out. So that's religion. Don't ask for something you've already got. Jesus hated the Pharisees because they put steps between God and people that weren't there. They made up steps between God and people that that A, weren't there and were not real, but B, benefited themselves. He really hates that. Okay, so the kingdom of heaven is at hand, Jesus said. The kingdom of heaven is here, Jesus said. The kingdom of heaven has come, Jesus said. The kingdom of heaven is within reach. So you've already got the Holy Spirit and power and the Holy Spirit and power and the Holy Spirit and power. He's already answered all your prayers. He's waiting for you to do it. He's given you the kingdom. He's given you the keys. He's given you the power. He's given you the Holy Spirit. He's waiting for you to move. God will not move because he has not. He has already moved. I don't know if you understand that. The next time he moves, you better be ready because he's coming back with power. The next time Jesus comes, he's not going to be a baby in a manger. He's going to be weaponized. He's going to be wrapping things up. He's going to be ending it all. He's going to be coming back as a judge. Yeah, now you're going to get it. So, in summary, again, now nah, you got it. That's enough. So, Father, that seed that you have planted in these people, water the seed, teach them what you've taught me in the Holy Ghost, live a selfless life of laying down your life, obeying the Holy Spirit, get out of your head, water the word, Lord, help them get out of their heads and live for Christ and seek first the kingdom. If you just wake up every morning and say, God, I seek first the kingdom, help me seek first the kingdom. That's going to be enough. Lord, let there be an impartation. Let the angels confirm my words with signs and wonders and let them find that their own words are confirmed by you, God, as you answer every prayer that they pray. That's right. Every prayer that this person prays, I ask that you would answer because you are going to show them that it's true and that the glory of God is revealed in them and through them as they pray. And and as you answer, God, you are glorified and they get excited. Hey, this is a message for you if you are wanting to enter the kingdom of God. You know, God loves you. He's chosen you. He's made it absolutely clear that he accepts you no matter what you've done. He has open arms and he has has pinned his arms to the cross with nails to prove that he has nothing but open arms to accept you into his family, into his kingdom. He knows that that you've been deceived. Even if you've, you know, walked away from him in the past, he is accepting of you in open arms. If you're, if you're wanting to repent, if you're wanting to turn away from your own life. So just say this prayer after me. Say, Jesus Christ, you are my owner. I give my life to you. Lead me and guide me by your Holy Spirit. Fill me, wash me, make me clean. I want to live as Jesus lived. I want to walk as Jesus walked. Teach me how to understand and unlock your kingdom. I commit to seeking first your kingdom every day of my life. 
I receive the Holy Spirit. I will not sin. And if I do, forgive me and help me to stop sinning. In Jesus' name, I renounce Satan. I invoke the Holy Spirit of power. Make me a follower of Jesus. Teach me to be a fisher of men. And I will see you on the other side. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've prayed that prayer, go back and pray it out loud and let me know by emailing me at melbourneundergroundchurch.com. That's Melbourne, as in Melbourne, Australia, or Melbourne, Florida, undergroundchurch.com, all one word, melbourneundergroundchurch.com. Underground, as in train station. <laughs>